This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, happy Valentine's Day to all you people. And uh, if you're not in a committed relationship right now, hey, you're single, enjoy your day, and treat yourself to something, okay? How's that work for you? Don't be so glum, uh, or whether you, you're married or not. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. And, you know, we, we have obviously a, a buttload of news to, to make our way through uh, over, the next couple, over the next couple of hours. Uh, and, and just right off the bat, I want, and, and we're going to, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about Valentine's day and relationship stuff, you know, because the, the news is so unrelentingly bad to be honest with you that, uh, I, I don't want to depress the snot out of you when you're just getting to work. So we'll, 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 we'll have some yucks here and the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, first off, yeah, Don Morgan was reporting on this, these, these measures, these things that this socialist puke group downtown uh, got all their signatures stacked up for, and they're things that uh, they want to get put on the next ballot to, in the next city election. No chokeholds, you know. We're going to have some non-law enforcement person looking over law enforcement because that makes sense. And basically what we're going to do uh, in San Antonio is what's worked so swimmingly in San Francisco and California in general and in New York, which is we're going to lower our crime rates. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but crime is sort of up in San Antonio, and San Antonio is kind of a crimey city anyway. <laughs> crimey, I just made up a word, but you know what I mean. So here's how we're going to get the crime rates down in, in in San Antonio, just so you can prepare yourself. We're going to make crime legal. See, if if you make crime legal, <laughs> it's just crime. Just, you know, hey, let's just make it all legal. Anything that we consider a crime right now that we have a law against, let's just make it legal. And guess what? Overnight, the crime rates in San Antonio will go to zero. We'll have no crime rate whatsoever if we just... Make it all legal, you know? Because, again, that's worked very, very well in Gavin Newsom's California and Eric Adams' New York City. Let's try it on here, shall we? Uh, Let's start with, uh, let's see, Michigan State. Uh, I, like a lot of you were, well, maybe, you know, you were up late watching the coverage of uh, yet another uh, pissed-off lunatic with a gun. Or some mode of uh, harming people. Guy with a U-Haul truck did the same thing uh, yesterday. Uh, but we have a guy who went onto the campus at uh, uh, the University of Michigan, went into some kind of public room, and just started shooting people randomly. Uh, he has since capped himself, uh, so he is dead. Uh, there was all kinds of, frankly, bad information that was being put out last night. My wife and I were following this. I was up till about 11 
watching, and she stayed up uh, and, and watched the coverage until they found the guy. And it was really kind of weird because there was a lot of information being put out and a lot of from a lot of different sources that was just flat out wrong. Uh, at one point, I was seeing people say or hearing people uh, report, self-report, if you will, that there were three white guys with long guns walking down, uh, walking down the quad there. And of course, that certainly wasn't true. It, in fact, was a black guy uh, in his early 40s with a handgun, handgun of some sort. He killed five pe- or three people and injured five critically. Uh, before I guess uh, you know he felt the, the moment was over and took himself out. Uh, and I suspect, uh, apart from hearing the usual nonsense about uh, gun control and, and all that, uh, Trey and I were talking about this earlier, even before we went on the air with Ware and Rima at 7, that, well, how long is this story going to survive? You know, it's a black guy with a handgun, not a white guy with a long gun. So, what, you say about noon the story will be done? Uh, Gretchen Whitmer was giving a press conference right about the time I went on the air at 7. God, she's so hot and so horrible, isn't she? Uh, she, she? She's an attractive chick, but, you know, for a broad in her 40s. But, you know, man, is she an evil person. And, uh, you know, the usual, again, they don't, we don't know why he did this. He has no connection to this university. But the story has to go away very, very quickly because why? Well, because he's a black guy. Sorry, I just said it. He's a black dude. Because uh, you and I both know uh, that uh, skin color determines everything in America right now. Uh, in this lovely post-racial world we're in that Martin Luther King dreamt about. Skin color deter- determines everything. Because had he been a white guy with uh, an AK, uh, well, I believe we'd probably have wall-to-wall coverage. Now, last night was interesting as far as the coverage, because CNN, and I, um, we actually toggled back and forth between CNN and Fox, because CNN was doing wall-to-wall coverage of this last night, and Fox wasn't. Uh, Fox uh, was doing its uh, normal schedule with cut-ins. Like, I, I know uh, uh, Trace Gallagher was doing some cut-ins, uh, I believe on uh, Tucker's show, and then uh, I, I think he somebody was doing cut-ins on Hannity's show and Ingram's show. Gutfeld, uh, there was a uh, there was a press conference uh, at the time that Gutfeld went on the air, which is ten o'clock our time, and he didn't run the uh, they didn't run the uh, the press conference, which was only a few minutes long. So I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, you almost get the feeling that CNN uh, was kind of hoping it was going to be a white guy with an AK or what they call an assault weapon. And uh, I don't know what the coverage was after I went to bed, but uh, once they found out the skin color of the guy, I wonder if that wall-to-wall coverage kind of fell off the map. I don't know. But I got the feeling that Fox made a conscious editorial decision uh, yeah, you know what? No, we're not going to give this guy all the glory. We're, we're, there's no information, which there really was very little information throughout 90% of the coverage last night. Seems like they made an editorial decision to stick with their normal schedule for the most part. Which, when you got Gutfeld uh, as your anchor, really, uh, I, it's, it's, it's a smart choice. And plus, Gutfeld himself 
has made a big deal at Fox, if you've been paying attention, about giving these spree killers, which is what I, I've called them that for years. I don't call them shooters. Uh, they, they, they can use a truck. They can use a, use a pressure cooker. They're spree killers. They want to kill a bunch of people in a short period of time. And Gutfeld has railed against the coverage of these crimes because he says you're giving them what they want. And so I wonder if his influence, being kind of the heavy hitter over there at this point, uh, played a role in the, the fact that they didn't go to wall-to-wall coverage yesterday. I just thought that was interesting. But, uh, yeah, a black guy in his early 40s, we don't know. They haven't released his name yet. And, and frankly, you know, last night when he, you know, it, it, I saw the security footage. At some point they put out an image. It was right around the time I was going to bed of the shooter from one of the cameras on campus, and plainly he was a black guy. I mean, this really was no – I could look at a grainy security camera shot or screen grab and say, oh, yeah, it's a black guy. Uh, the police and, and the reporting was not reporting ethnicity at all uh, last night, even to the students themselves. You know, be on the lookout for a guy, you know. <laughs> so I, I thought that was odd, you know. Well, maybe not so odd. Uh, again – uh, frankly and unfortunately in the country right now, with everything else that's going on, we're still dealing with the fact that uh, skin color is a, a a huge factor in how things are reported, how things are covered, what information you and I get, what information you and I don't get. And uh, I, I'm sure that could be frustrating for folks, especially in a, a lockdown situation where you need, need to know as much as possible about the, the person who's walking around with a gun. So that went on last night. I, I We have the Ohio story, the story out of Philistine, Ohio, we got to talk about, and Pete Buttigieg being probably the worst transportation secretary this country has ever suffered. Uh, and we got crap in the air that we're shooting down, maybe. So we're, we're going to talk about all this stuff and get your thoughts. Uh, feel free to call us up at any point, 210-599-5555. We will lighten it up, man, and talk about Valentine's Day and what makes for a successful relationship. I I, I put this uh, out on uh, Ware and Rima, and it's something that I was told many years ago by my mentor, uh, whose name was Bob Jackson. His parents, at the time that I knew him, had been married for something ridiculous, like 50 or 60 years. And uh, by all observations, they had a great relationship. And I, uh, Bob told me one day, he asked his father, what is the secret to a, a, a long and healthy uh, marriage or relationship? And his father uh, said, remember these two things, son. Sit down and shut up. And I know that in my own relationship, the more I, I follow that advice, the better things seem to go. So, <laughs> well... We'll discuss, you know, Valentine's-y type stuff as we go through the show. But if you are in a relationship, hope you're having a, a good day. And if you're not, like, single James yes. with all his money and freedom, you know, uh, I when I was uh, in between marriages when I was single, uh, when Valentine's Day rolled around, I just did something really cool for myself. You know, I just uh, I, I, I took myself out on a date. You know, because there's people out there, guys, and Don, people out there are not going to take a break. 
who are, they hate Valentine's Day because they're single, and it's like, wow, you're just rubbing it in my face, and how <laughs> dare you? And it's like, I didn't, it didn't make any difference to me, man. When I was single, I just went out and had a good time by myself. I'm going to have a good time today with my wife. But I didn't get bummed out because there were other people in relationships. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm just. Pull it together. Spending <laughs> it spending it with uh, baby Becks and puppies. You've got a date. Yeah. You've got a little puppy, a little lady puppy that you can uh, spend your time with. So there's my my new life is she's taken over. <laughs> well, of course. She's a puppy. That's, what's her, that's her job. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. We're back. Um, well, you know, it, it was yesterday was interesting as, uh, as far as w- what went on with this story out of Palestine, Ohio. Uh, my wife started talking to me about this story. There was a, uh, a train derailment uh, on February 2nd. This is a, a small Ohio town, uh, you know, this working class place. Uh, you know, with a set of train tracks running right through the middle middle of the town, essentially. Uh, and uh, uh, on February 2nd, we had a major train derailment uh, with a bunch of uh, tanker cars, apparently, that were carrying uh, this, this vinyl chemical that you use for plastics. Uh, and it derailed and... Uh, st- there was an order given, uh, I guess, by the EPA. Uh, I'm sure the Department of Transportation sort of was involved, right, given that they are all about transportation. Uh, they decided to do a controlled burn or explosion because this stuff is toxic. And, and again, when, when the, the initial derailment happened, oh, I, I don't know, I did the story, I don't remember even acknowledging the story. It, it was just kind of a kind of just slipped on by and we had all this other crap going on with the classified documents well they did that they they blew this crap up you've probably seen the video by now of the big plume of black smoke which apparently was visible from uh you know the view of of airplanes going overhead that are you know high altitude stuff the story, it's, uh, before I get into the further details, the story itself was interesting because nobody really knew about, nobody was talking about this really until yesterday. Yesterday morning, uh, government apparently tells, you know, the residents after they blow this crap up uh, that, uh, hey, it's okay, it's safe to go back to school, it's safe to go back to work, because they had, they had evacuated everybody before they did this. It's all good, man. Go back to work. Go back to your homes. People did that, or they were doing it until they started noticing birds falling out of the air, dead fish uh, showing up, uh, you know, in in local creeks and whatnot. They noticed they were getting headaches just walking around. Uh, in fact, uh, it was it was Jesse. Jesse hit this story late in the show yesterday, Jesse Waters, and he had a local resident who has a business of some manner uh, near those rail tracks and also lives in that area of town and said, you know, your camera guy is getting a headache and he feels like crap just talking to me right now. They were doing a live shot. Um, so 
we, we, we don't know who gave the final order specifically or why they chose to blow this crap up uh, over a town or inside a small town. My wife's response was, well, it's a small town. What do they give a crap about those people? Nobody's going to believe them, which is kind of what I thought. <laughs> I'm starting to think especially because we didn't hear about the story until a reporter – uh, from something called News Nation. His name is Evan Lambert. Uh, the governor of that state, Mike De- DeWine, who is a Republican, was uh, giving out some information, apparently, on the derailment to the press uh, and to the public. And uh, Mr. Lambert was outside the chambers where they were doing this, doing a live shot, and a bunch of cops showed up and wrestled his ass to the ground. And said, you can't do that. And that video got out and started getting swamped around on social media. And so by last uh, yesterday evening, the story was out full blown and everybody was talking about it. And uh, I got to take a break here. Uh, It's just this story is requiring a little more extra time. When we get back, we'll talk about what your secretary of transportation had to say about it and is doing about it. A major, apparently a major environmental and human catastrophe in the small town of Philistine, Ohio. And your your transportation secretary is worried about honkies and hard hats. Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. And I got to pick up. This all this story out of Ohio has so many different moving parts that we kind of need a couple of segments for this. So where I left off is, uh, you know, we have this big old train derailment. Uh, uh, EPA uh, does a control sort of. They claim a controlled burn or explosion of this material, which then goes into the air. Uh, this vinyl stuff, this these chemicals used in plastic. Uh, starts making people sick and killing fish and birds. And the governor of that state, who was a Republican, uh, was giving a press conference, and a reporter, uh, Evan Lambert, and this is how the story went national, uh, was doing a live shot on this thing and got arrested. And not just arrested, he was tackled and taken to the ground. He said he was not allowed to do what he was doing, which was reporting on a story. Uh, fast forward uh, to uh, Pete Buttigieg, your transportation secretary, who's gay, by the way. I don't know if you knew this, but he's gay. And uh, he, he uh, is at an event yesterday, and he's he's talking about uh, what he's working on. And uh, apparently uh, the issue that he's most concerned with right now has to do with construction sites in neighborhoods of color in that the people they they wait and wait for these big construction projects to come into their crummy little neighborhood of color and rather than hire local construction workers of color Pete Buttigieg is concerned because there's a lot of white people under those hard hats in these neighborhoods of color so he's worried about racism on construction sites, just like he's been working on those evil, awful, racist overpasses in New York State. 
you have a major catastrophe uh, involving a mode of transportation, which is called a train, and Buttigieg has nothing to say about it. Uh, in fact, by the time he's speaking, that story had started picking up what we call in the business juice. And a lot of people were talking about it. Uh, uh, apparently, he figured that out later in the day when he tweeted that he was on top of that situation. You know, when he's not chest-feeding his infant son or daughter or whoever, whatever the hell it is. He's a chest-feeder. Uh, he he said he's on top and he's going to take care of it. Uh, did you, and I didn't know this. I, I This was something that came out on Jesse Waters' show yesterday. I was completely unaware of it. I don't know if you knew this, but apparently there have been damn near a 1,000 train derailments in the United States of America this year alone. In fact, I, th- I believe it was in Houston. There was one last night. Uh, I, to me... Uh, and there's very they're giving various reasons. Some of them are intentional, where they put these shunts in the rails that cause the train to, to, to go off the tracks. Uh, and some of them are, I, I don't know, these are apparently uh, our, our rail system uh, has not been upgraded in a very long time. And apparently right now the rail system in this country is not a point of emphasis for the Department of Transportation. Which is odd because again we've had a thousand, almost a thousand derailments this year alone. That kind of sounds like a crisis to me. Like a thousand, tra- like a hundred trains derailing in one year, I think would be bad, and would warrant the focus of the transportation department. We've had nine hundred something, and he's worried about, you know, uh, racism uh, on overpasses. And, you know, too many white people doing construction when he's not chest feeding. Uh, you know, it, 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 something's going on here, and you and I are not aware of it, man. And I, it's not just the rail system. Tucker brought this out yesterday that there's been uh, it, more than you and I realize or that it's being reported attacks on our water system where there are attempts to poison water supplies across the country. Did you know that was going on? You and I uh, have talked about uh, a couple of now, you know, infamous attacks on these relay stations uh, where it's been attempted to shut down power grids. That's apparently going on more than we realize. So uh, our infrastructure is, is being attacked, apparently, or is suffering a lot of calamity. And again, uh our chest-feeding uh, Depart- uh, Secretary of Transportation doesn't appear to be concerned about any of that. He's he's fighting racism, just like the head of our military, just like our Joint Chiefs are. You know, it's it's, it's madness. So I don't know what you're thinking. Uh, the the problem with and and also just as a, as a side note, uh, a, a huge part of the Ohio story is in fact that a reporter who was reporting on it was silenced. That's what goes on in fascist states. That's what goes on in uh, in in uh, third world assholes. The guy was shut down. The governor had to make a statement. No, no, I that that wasn't right. He's I'm going to get to the bottom of that because it's he he's allowed to do that. So we're in a very strange place in America right now. Esteban, what are you thinking, man? 
Well, first of all, Mayor Pete looks a whole lot like Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine. <laughs> and we all know this kind of trade is what me worries. Right. Uh, apparently right. apparently uh, this weekend, uh, some commentator got flat because they called Mayor Pete a cracker. And, <laughs> and the whole thing Even about it is, is uh. I have... You can use language completely void of racial slurs and be one of the biggest bigots in the world. Or you can use language loaded with racial slurs and be opposed to racism. It all depends on the context. And if our transportation secretary wants to fight white supremacy, he needs to look in the mirror. Because he has a really condescending attitude towards minorities, and he has a very slacker attitude towards his job. I mean, he is... (laughs) Like I said, the resemblance between Alfred E. Newman and him is uncanny, and he needs. I I heard from another news source that the Ohio derailment was caused by a broken axle. How yeah. did that axle break? I want to know. I don't know. I mean, uh, you'd think we'd hear some. In, you'd think Pete Buttigieg would want to know how that axle broke on that on that car. So I, I appreciate the call, Esteban. Got to take a break. It's Sean on News Talk Five Fifty KTSA. The news that's hot. Connect residents to information. Stay tuned for updates. Minutes away at the top on News Talk 550 ATSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It is Valentine's Day. It's also my anniversary, by the way, my wedding anniversary. Uh, is Don Morgan there? I don't know if Don's available, if he's in there doing his news thing. I am at home uh, just for uh, uh, this week, hopefully. And then I'll be back. I, I have a nice uh, uh, Valentine's uh, uh, plan for my, my wife and I had an anniversary. We're going to have a nice, intimate, candlelit dinner uh, with our adult children. And uh, I've actually hired a uh, a private chef to come cook for us here at the uh at the house for the family unit and uh it goes by the name of chef stofers who is going to be doing a a nice light lasagna for us <laughs> beyond that we're going to be uh probably uh i i see some hallmark uh channel in our in our future because it is loveuary i don't know if you guys were aware of that but it's loveuary on the hallmark channel uh, so they're playing a lot of Valentine's movies, so perhaps we'll watch some, some Valentine's little uh, flickage on, on Hallmark later on. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I don't know, you know, Valentine's Day is one of those things where, you know, oh wait, my wife's wa- waving goodbye to me. Are you leaving for some reason? <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. Where are you going? Oh, okay, she's stepping outside for a second. Thought it upset her. Uh, Valentine's Day, let's face it, it's one of those uh, events that happens once a year where, dudes, you really can't screw it up. If you're in a committed relationship, the pressure really is sort of on you to make sure it all works out. Look, my wife's nodding her head in agreement there. Yeah, little shh. Flower. Um, so what I'm saying is that uh, you know uh, 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 it's it's one of those it's it's. I mean, my wife gets me nice Valentine's presents. I don't know how your mom was, but when I was growing up, my mom would get me Valentine's stuff, even though you know obviously it's it's more a couple thing. 
but let's face it. If the if 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 you're if you're James, I know you're single, but if you're a woman, doesn't get you anything. It's okay, but if you don't get her anything, oh man, then bad things are going to happen, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine gave me some chocolates, so at least I got to say that. Did Elaine give me some chocolates? Yes. Yeah, so Elaine, I guess, I left that. me some chocolates too. Don't eat my chocolates. I'll be back at some point to get those. Okay. Uh, but you know, I'm just saying it's one of those things that you know. It's it, it. I'm just saying the pressure is more on is a little bit more on the dude. Now you get older and you're in a committed relationship or a marriage like my wife and I. You know, it, it's not as quite so much pressure. You want to do something nice. But when you're a, a single guy and you're in a new relationship, oh boy, don't mess up Valentine's Day, man. Don't don't you dare, because bad again, bad things will happen to you. You know, on a slightly different note, this fills me with rage. I'm looking at the latest dead whale on the uh, on the uh, New Jersey coast. We have this uh, this this huge push, especially in places like California, to to you know get rid of these evil fossil fuels and move right on into wind and electric and solar. Uh, in fact, off the Jersey and New York coast, they're 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 actually. Uh, 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 doing a lot of pre-work on some offshore wind farms. And one of the things they have to do is uh, is map the topography of the seafloor and the radar they use uh, to do that for these wind farms are killing whales. Isn't that great? This is the ninth one. <laughs> the ninth. Uh, this is a humpback. They've been largely humpbacks. And uh, I think one or two sperm whales, which are, are the kind of the mid-sized whales, before you get into fins and blues, they're big whales, and that's their that's their uh, that's their uh, that's where they go for lunch and dinner and all that stuff. And they're they're apparently getting their their own sonar knocked out by the uh, the equipment used to map the the ocean floor for these wind farms, and they're they're rolling up dead on the uh, on the shores. Where's Greenpeace? Where's all the environmental weirdos? Out there trying to save the world. Oh, wait, they're wind farms. So, wow, if you got to break a few eggs. I guess a couple of dead whales is okay. Well, nine. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And hour number two, five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Uh, it is Valentine's Day. And I just I was cracking up every time I hear this story that down, because I it's also my wedding anniversary, and we got married twice, the first time down at City Hall. And today they're giving out donuts and divorce decrees, free donuts and divorce decrees. <laughs> And, you know, doesn't that, the woman, the representative, that the audio you play there, she almost sounds like she's speaking from experience when she says, you know, sometimes a divorce is happy, makes you happy. <laughs> Do I hear it again? Yes, please. Valentine's Day usually is just for people that, you know, are in love. But sometimes you go through a divorce and it makes you happy. <laughs> it makes you happy like you want to have fiesta right and, there and in your living room. And you know what? She is absolutely right. So. Well, she is. I was pretty happy with my first one. My well, hopefully my only one. <laughs> <Be careful. laughs> Be careful, buddy. 
You know, I you know I saw the most depressing thing last night. I'll be honest with you. We were at the Walmart, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna get a couple of little things here that I just for you know I already got her some big stuff, but I'm gonna get her some little things here at Walmart. Right. And I'm looking at you know when you first go in, they have all the seasonal stuff, so all the stuffed animals are there, right, for Valentine's Day. Right. There was one sitting there. It's a little furry bear holding up two broken heart halves of a broken heart, and it says. He's got a little sign coming up behind him. It says, bye, happy <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> I, wanna, I, I didn't have my phone with me. I left my phone in my car. I was going to take a picture of it. I'm like, oh, that's depressing as hell. Oh, What's even more depressing is there was only one there, and he was yeah. surrounded by an empty shelf, which means people were buying that bear, man, and giving that thing out. Boy, that's Fun. dark. You know what I mean? died it's a little happy bear holding up two broken halves of a heart yeah wow man well you know happy for years B-day. that was an untapped market for a long time you know the, the people who Day are breaking around. up are yeah, there and nobody would right. even stop to consider that you know or people that, that who, some people are breaking up some people are, are single and loving it been broken up with recently you know and, and then they want to have something want to partake in the holiday here's but, a chance but then again who are you really i mean who are you i mean at the zoo you can name a cockroach after your ex and step on it you know what yeah. i mean or feed it to a lizard or something right yeah <laughs> i mean with me when the divorce happened i just kept heading south you know what i mean i, I didn't want to send no no broken-hearted bears behind me or name no damn cockroaches i just wanted the hell out uh, so, uh, you know, you really got to be filled with some seething hatred yeah. to actually put out the $15 for a freaking bear that says, bye, well, <laughs> just to make somebody feel bad. You know what I mean? I got this one out of, uh, out of Houston in Harris County. The mm-hmm. Harris County constable says that uh, if you have any ex with an outstanding warrant or, you know, possessing <laughs> drugs, drinks and drives, you know about it. Call his office. Let them know your oh. whereabouts. And they'll make it a special day. <laughs> are you serious? I'm serious. These are such dark Harris times, County Constable. Aren't they? Mark Herman is the Harris County Constable. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> if you want to see your ex on the slammer and you got the dirt on him, yeah, we are a dark little society at this point, right? Aren't we? Man, snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. Or sometimes they get Hershey's kisses. Right. Um, If you're that angry, there's there's three little words that I'm going to pass on to you right now. Get over it. Just get Get over over it. it. Move on. You'll be happier. It's going to be okay. (laughs) It's really all about you now. So just, just focus on the positive. You can do whatever the hell you want to do. Just go. That's right. Right. Okay. Except for you and me, Don, we we can no longer do whatever we want. But I'm fine with that because you know what? It's less thinking for me. That's how I look at it. <laughs> less chance for you to land in jail. Is what <laughs> That's what, less, less chance I'll end up incarcerated, and uh, I'll also have a long, happy marriage as long as I just Run. do what she says. All right, um, two one zero. Five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Well, uh, yesterday was a fascinating day uh, as far as receiving information on these things that we've been shooting out of the sky. Uh, Oddly, even though you could find video footage, I believe, from the late 60s of British uh, Air Air Force guys, Royal Air Force guys in their jet airplanes coming across strange objects, which they called, yes, 
Foo Fighters. You can see the video footage of that. But for some odd reason in year 2023, our modern-day Jets, according to John Kirby, uh, we couldn't take any video of these things that we shot down over the weekend. And despite being at the most technologically advanced moment in human uh, evolution and, and, and uh, activity, we uh, don't know what these things are. We just don't know what they are. Do we have the fascinating audio of our amazing press secretary uh, handling the alien invasion question? I just wanted to make sure we address this from the White House. I know there have been questions and, and concerns about this, but there is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Again, there is no indication of aliens or terrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. Wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, all of you knew that, uh, and it was important for us to say that from here because we've been hearing a lot about it. Oddly, being a joke, it was the most cogent answer she's given to anything in a long time. <laughs> she was absolutely clear on that. Oh, she didn't know what NORAD was a couple days ago, but she right. knows they're not space aliens. I just sent you something that'll make you laugh about this whole thing. Oh, really? It's, it's, it just, it's in, we just posted it on the website, ktsa.com. Apparently, uh, the object over Lake Huron... Uh, uh-huh. They fired two missiles at it. The first one missed, <laughs> so they had to fire a what? second one. Yeah, we missed. Missed it. We met the mil- Our air force missed. Wow. <laughs> oh, nice. We just wow. posted the story. Okay, on KTSA.com. Right, and I sent it to you. Well, let's. Okay, let me uh, let me uh, check that out. All right. Um, you know, I, I, the, the problem with, uh, uh, our government right now, if you will, is that they're so full of crap. I, I don't know what's real. I, I, there's, you can't even glean enough actual dependable information to make an opinion on what's real and what's not. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're shooting down and I don't know if they're shooting anything down. I, I really have no idea. Again, the, the, the joke answer she gave to the space alien question was the most informative and cogent response that chick has given. You know when she was saying that, though, and kind of chuckling about it, didn't you kind of want Giorgio in there from Ancient Aliens in the press, in the press boxes for one day in the uh, White House press room? Didn't you want Giorgio there? Considering Jean, or Karine Jean-Pierre's glittery eyeliner and eyeshadow, could maybe that be what her actual skin looks like because she is an expert on wheel? <laughs> Madam Press Secretary, Giorgio, ancient aliens, are you in fact an expert on wheel? <laughs> and what would she say? You know, I'm not going to address that from here today. Uh, I'm going to transport out of here and talk to the mothership for a little while. But, you know, I, I defer you to uh, our uh, science department and our lawyers to answer that question. Maybe it's like that movie they live. You never notice that, you know, the people there don't wear Ray-Ban sunglasses. So they can't see. Put the glasses see. on. Put the glasses on. <laughs> It's Jean-Pierre. Oh, damn. They can see us. Anyway, um, I, you know, again, I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, know what, uh, I don't know what's real and what's not real. I mean, uh, John Kirby was not, I mean, 
it, it, let me put it to you this way. John Kirby basically said, we don't know what they are. We didn't get any video of them. If And again, according to the story that Don Morgan just posted for KTSA.com, the one over UConn we missed on the first attempt. Our jets and our missiles are computer-guided more than likely, so it's not likely that – I mean, you can pretty much put the cursor right over the thing you want to shoot, I'm, I'm assuming, because I've seen video of things being shot out of the sky before. Pull the trigger and boom, shakalaka. How did we freaking miss? Now, I, I John, I'm able to see the story yet because I'm, I'm, I'm on the air, but I, I – I, uh, you know, I guess one you could make the argument that one of the reasons we missed is because the damn uh, thing in the air defied the laws of physics, which is what a lot of these unidentified flying objects do. And you get it from a lot of air, like military pilots are like, we don't know how this thing is doing what it's doing. Right. So maybe if the thing just scooted out of the way, yeah. then maybe it is uh, something else. The fighter pilots, but... Will Smith and Harry Connick Jr., didn't... <laughs> Didn't hit the target the first time around. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, who was advising from the ground, said, "Well, damn, that's weird. It it just kind of moved out of the way." So I, you know, I, I, uh, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. I mean, I do. You, nobody does. Right. Again, Kirby, am I admit that I see a different press conference. He basically said, "We don't know, and we don't have any video of it. What these things are." Uh, but uh, it was very condescending when Jackie Heinrich asked him, well, has our policy changed? Because a week ago, we didn't want to shoot something down. Uh, we were hesitant to shoot something down uh, because we were afraid of people getting hurt on the ground, and you know, I'm sure there was all kinds. She said, asked him, well, has the policy changed? Because now we appear to be shooting stuff out of the ground as soon as it pops up. And uh, he said, no, no, Jackie, these, these things were at a – a lower altitude, so they pres- they were just on the cusp of being a danger to civilian aircraft, and so that's why we shot at the shot at these things. Silly girl, silly rabbit, you know. So I I, I don't know. I don't, what do you think? Two one. What do you think's going on? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, uh, FM 1071. I'm Sean uh, talking about those things in the sky. Yeah, well, We just posted a story on KTSA.com uh, via the Associated Press. Joint Chief of Staff said yesterday, or today rather, this is new, that the uh, first U.S. missile file, uh, fired at an unidentified object over Lake Huron missed the second target, and landed harmlessly. Their words, landed harmlessly in the water, but that the second missile successfully hit. Interesting. (laughs) Uh, And Kirby said this yesterday. The White House has said the objects differed in size and maneuverability from a Chinese surveillance balloon that U.S. fighter jets shot down earlier this month. Well, last week. Um uh, well, the, we know the Chinese, this is it, and then we'll go to the phones. We know the Chinese surveillance balloon was being driven. It had maneuverability. Didn't just float up, you know, waft on the wind. So what kind of maneuverability did this thing have that it could get a, get out of the way of a freaking missile? That's a little weird. Yeah. Again, could it be? I thought the wise out. 
Let's go to uh, Ken. Ken, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Oh, little green men from Mars, no doubt about it. And I have the perfect answer for the lady with the divorces at the courthouse. I have the final answer on why they're so expensive. Why? Because they're worth it. Oh, see how you are. Thanks for the call, man. <laughs> you never heard that joke, James? You are the most. No, I've heard that joke a thousand times. That's a Willie Nelson joke. Oh, man. Oh, that's good. You never heard Willie Nelson. That's, I think that's where, where I where, – I don't know if Ken's still there. But Willie Nelson said that years ago. Do you know why divorces are so expensive? Because they're worth it. That was great. <laughs> that's a good Willie one. Nelson, who also famously said, I must like being married. I keep doing it. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! You guys have never heard that line? No, oh, that was God. the first I heard that. That was almost that was almost my first post uh, divorce tattoo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, the, the things the thing is, okay, with divorce, it all depends on how you guys are doing when you break up, right? You know what I mean? If you got issues, I mean, my ex and I were like. Legal Zoom will be done. <laughs> It'll be over in a week. You know, <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. Was bada bing, bada boom. You know, there was no contention about anything, so it was very cheap and very quick. Right. You know, but uh, for speak some for people, yourself. Damn. Yeah, I know. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mine wasn't cheap. So I know. You told me you had a, a slightly different experience. Yeah, it was a little expensive, but uh, you know, like the caller said, worth it. So, hey, you know, I'd like to thank uh, City Hall for making the primary focus of all of our Valentine's Day discussions divorce. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> We're on, glad on you're the day of your wedding free donuts and divorce decrees on my eighth uh, wedding anniversary. Now you've got seven and Valentine's because you got married twice. I got married twice, right? Because I we we got I and I tattooed this on my hand. Mm-hmm. I asked her to marry me on uh, Valentine's Day of 2014 right? Uh, at a Starbucks just down the road, uh, which was kind of was the place where we first met. And uh, when I asked her to marry me, uh, she gave a certain response, which I then had that tattooed on my hand as well. How do you tattoo? Three, th- three simple letters, WTF. Oh. Um, I was going to say, how do you tattoo? (laughs) On on how do you get that tattoo? I thought it would be stop crying. (laughs) No, well, I was, I was a little weepy. Oh, of course you were. He's a sensitive man. I know. I am. I cry. I cry. Okay, I don't care what anybody knows. I cry, man. I I still can't get through bridges of Madison County. I cry, (laughs) and I'm not ashamed to say that. But my wife cusses. I cry. She cusses. You know what, baby? She's right over there. That's kind of our. That's our relationship in a nutshell. I cry and she cusses. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, well, you, know, you have got, to have the balance like that. It's all about balance, isn't it? So we, uh, her cussing balances out my incessant weeping. Uh, but uh, we, we, were, we went to City Hall the first year on 20, in 2015. And then in, uh, in, in 2016, we, we had our wedding, which, Don, you were in attendance. I was at both. Uh, in at Lotus. You were, actually, you were. You were at yeah. both. You were, it was a double header for you. Yeah. And uh, we I figured had, I, I owed you because, you, you know, I, you, went to, you officiated I, mine. I officiated so I at your at, City Hall wedding. Yeah. I did. And I quoted you two and Prince, I think. I'm yeah. not sure. Right. I think Prince. And then we had the big, uh, fan, the big wedding for our friends and family in Helotus, uh, where there was about 
three Caucasians, Bill Taylor being one of them, you being the second, and everybody else was Mexican. We did a, a <laughs> we drank shine and did a cumbia that went far into the night, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was the next year. But uh, so I'm double married. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would have to get double divorced, as my wife says. So I, you know, I, she she wanted to make sure I wasn't going anywhere. So double married, but you know, it's it, it, it's uh, 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 really when it comes to because if, if you want to do the Valentine's trip, or you're talking about what makes for a healthy relationship, you know, being somebody who has screwed enough of them up in my time, uh, honestly, really, it's just communication and honesty, man. <laughs> If you can pull those two things off, communication and honesty, and you're both doing it, you know, and, and laughter. you got to laugh. I think laughing is a huge uh, uh, part of the recipe for a successful relationship uh, is you got to crack each other up, man, if you can't do that. So uh, happy uh, anniversary to my wife. You see, I don't know if that last right one. Over there. I don't know if that last one's really going to be that effective because you know the last time I saw my ex-wife, she was laughing real hard. She had a check. <laughs> she had a check that I had just written in one hand. <laughs> she was on her way to the ATM. She was right? on her way to the bank, <laughs> laughing all the way there. That is silly dick. I'm going to the ATM. <laughs> Have fun in Texas. <laughs> Have fun walking there, because that's mine, too. They got really great homeless programs in San Antonio I looked up online, so enjoy it. Have fun. (laughs) Yeah, but my my ex-wife, I guess she was going to take me for, uh, you know, half of everything I I owned, and I said, bring a shoebox, you know. (laughs) So... (laughs) You're not getting my Spider-Man comics, you know. Nope. So anyway, happy Valentine's Day. I'm sorry we're talking about divorce so much, but again, we're taking our cues from downtown, all right? Ultimately, this policy probably came from Nuremberg. So, hey, let's do divorce and donuts. How's that sound? So uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Anywhere, anywhere anytime. anytime. And it's just wherever you need it, you can just go online and get it. Get the Sean Ryman Show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Um, and the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. I don't know if George is still there or not. Nope. Uh, no, that's fine. Uh, we, we've been talking. We have. I was talking to Trey before we went on the air earlier this morning that, you know, we're, we're in a moment where, holy crap, there's so much news going on. It's, uh, it's tough to get to it all. Uh, well, I, you know, th- this business of things costing more, you know, you, you heard a, an article or a, a, a segment there during the news on Slackville. I, first off, I freaking love that word. I got to use that in a, in a piece of rice, Slackville. Slackville, and the guy was talking about it in regards to, you know, these, you go to the store and you get these for Valentine's Day, you get these heart-shaped boxes of chocolates, you know, chocolates. And uh, you're you're getting about a I, I think the math was about a third less altogether, and so they have different pieces of construction or, or cardboard that they fill the empty space with, so it doesn't quite look that bad. Slack fill. Uh, certainly, I think some of us have noticed this. Like if you buy a bag of chips or cereal, like there's just not quite as much in there as there used to be in the United States of America in the year 2023. 
And I, uh, I may, I, I, and then we'll talk to Steve. I, I discovered something this uh, over Christmas and Valentine's Day. I don't know if you picked up on this. It's not a, a staple. It's not even a necessary thing. But the price of greeting cards, I've noticed, has almost doubled. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not even a huge greeting card person. You know, I prefer just to say or write my thoughts. But, you know, it's nice to give somebody a card for something. And uh, uh, I know uh, 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 what I would call a half-size card, you know, like the smaller greeting card than the full-size those things at Walmart are running like seven and eight dollars, and they're not—you know what I mean? They're not like fancy greeting cards, or like little songs that play, or a little origami that pops out. It's just a little tiny dinky card, and it's like seven freaking dollars. Uh, I bought a full-size card, and that's twelve, thirteen bucks, and there's nothing special about it. It's just a normal greeting card. I mean, again, we're just talking about greeting cards, but at the same time. It's indicative of what's going on across the board. Uh, you know, prices are up. And so when you have to listen to our president when he bothers to talk about anything uh, at this point, uh, rambling at the uh, uh, State of the Union about how great the economy is, uh, or, you know, on a couple of Fridays ago when he was saying the same thing, it's like, dude, brother, you are not living in the same America that the rest of us are. Uh, Steve, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, Sean, glad you're back and everything went well. Oh, it did, man. Thank you so much, sir. I appreciate it. We have to remember to thank the Democrats for everything you just talked about, the price of chocolate, greeting cards, the price of everything, nothing on the shelves, eggflation or whatever you want to call it. Don't forget to thank the Democrats, folks. I was calling about the uh, imaginary uh, unidentified flying objects that the Democrat <laughs> Party wishes were there. Right. Uh, what I what, what I'm what I what I think more and more is that, and leave it up to the Democrats to shoot something down that they have not identified. I mean, they are always fire ready aim, right. no matter what it is. That's their that's their and the destruction left behind. They 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 could care less. But I think I really am believing to think what happened is that Chi called Biden or Hunter and said, hey, I want to spy on your country for about a week. Uh, this is what we're going to do and uh, what's it going to cost. And uh, Brandon or Hunter gave him a price, gave him a, a, a number. He said, OK, let's go. And, and that's what happened. And then unfortunately for them, we had a citizen uh, look it up in the sky and found this thing. And now they're just trying to cover for all that. Every lie they tell is just a lie that's trying to cover a previous lie they told. So that's all that this is about. I don't think there's anything up there. Like I said, we don't have video. We don't have still images. We don't have any proof. The Democrats never really worry about proving anything. They just say, this is what we're doing. Their voters go, okay, we believe you. And the rest of us are like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Well, some of the rest of us. There's a lot of morons out there that vote Democrat. They're like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> go, well, we'll just swallow no, that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're, they're you know, I, I, their voters, they, they don't worry about them because they're going to be there no matter what for the most I mean, that, maybe that's an overestimation, but they know that whatever explanation, if it's a Democrat saying it, they're going to go, okay, you know, and they're not going to question. Although with this, we do have some Democrats who are at least putting up a show 
of saying, well, the American people need more information or, you know, whatever. But I, 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 it, there's certainly like not you, a groundswell of Democrats who are doing that. Well, like you said, it's, it's a show. And the, the, the problem is, is that their voters put their party above truth yeah. and facts and their family and their country and their coworkers and everything else, party first, everything else goes second. Oh, absolutely. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate the call. Yeah, as usual. Yeah, that that, and thanks for the well wishes. Yeah, that that's the Democrat. That's your average Democrat moron. Okay, they don't. The true believers, man, they don't question. Well, John Kirby said we don't know what they are, and we don't have any video. So sit down, Mister Man. Take off your tinfoil mega hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how the stupid after they uh, after they say something incredibly stupid, they make it worse by laughing condescendingly, like they just said something brilliant, even though we all know it was just freaking stupid. Uh, I don't I don't know. You know I mean I I I we were talking earlier about how I'm not really sure because look here's the dealio. Steve's right. We talked about this all morning. Kirby is saying you know we don't know what they are, but we shot them down. Kirby is also saying, and so is Jean Karine Clouseau, whatever the hell her name is, who could possibly be an ex of the wheel. They're saying, uh, we didn't know what they were, we shot them down, and there's no imagery, uh, imagery evidence of this event, of these events. We ain't got no video to show you. We ain't got no still shots. Oh, and guess what? It's in such nasty deep water that we we can't even recover any of the stuff that we shot down. Uh, so you know, given that that's what we're being told, uh, oh yeah, and also we're constantly being told uh, that uh, the president is his primary concern is the safety of the American people, unless it's about border stuff and everything else. Um, we, uh, you know, it, we, given that this is what we're being told, I don't know. I, I can't, I have no, I don't have enough information to tell you what I think because I don't know what to think. Uh, did they shoot stuff down or did they not? Did they, are they just pretending to shoot stuff down because uh, they look like such wussies last week with the Chinese, but I don't know, the Chinese just flinging whatever the hell they want to at us? I don't know. Could it be X with the West Wheels? I, I don't know. But that's where we are because I tell you what, if if you're buying, if you're believing, and I got to take a break, if you're believing that in the year 2023 our military aircraft are can, are not able to video something that they're going to shoot down, or for that matter, identify what they're shooting down, or as we're now hearing, they missed on the first try, and uh, when it came to the uh, the whatever it was over like over uh, like Huron, you know, you're out of your mind. Again, we have video from air, military aircraft from 30, 40 years ago shooting at these uh, or seeing these Foo Fighter things flying around over Great Britain. But we don't have any video of these things. Come on, you know. Uh, so anyway, that's where we are. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me tell you about my uh, buddy Trey. He's doing his fifth annual drive to end hunger. You go to the website ktsa.com and make a cash donation. We're trying to help the food bank out. They're having a rough go of it this year, obviously. 
and uh, with over a hundred thousand people to feed a week, they the biggest need right now is cash donations. Because with the cash, uh, they can uh, go much further in fee- you know as far as buying food and feeding people. One dollar feeds seven people. So help us out here at KTSA and my, my brother Trey to feed some folks here in San Antonio with the fifth annual Drive to End Hunger, brought to you by Stevens Roofing and in part by Airtron Heating and Air, Roof Fix, and the Institute for Functional Health. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Everybody's talking about regenerative medicine today because people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs or surgery. Hey, it's Sean, and my friends at QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They use highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. So if you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or an old injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Don't assume that steroids and surgery are your only option. Times have changed, and regenerative medicine can get you moving again with no downtime. I like that. So stop taking the pain meds and discover this remarkable alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. Thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and me who are sick and tired of joint pain. What a great time to call now that your FSA funds have been replenished for the year. Call QC Kinetics today and get a free consultation with our local medical professionals. Got locations in Hollywood Park and Westover Hills? Call them up for that free consultation. 210-571-0318. That's 210-571-0318. 210-571-0318 for QC Kinetics. Always just minutes away from the latest news around town. Stay connected with San Antonio on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Good morning. Looks like we now have a closure on the far west side of town. 1604 northbound Wiseman over to 151. Major accident working. Delay start at Military Drive. Ashby at San Pedro getting reports of an accident. They did clear the wreck at Petranco at 1604, and we still have that stalled 18-wheeler. 35 southbound at Judson Road, it's off to the shoulder. I'm Debbie Alcacer, KTSA, Time Saver Traffic. Do you need new blinds or shades? Blindster.com offers custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters with free shipping and prices less than big box retailers. And right now, save 50% off any order during Blindster's President's Day sale. Hurry, sale ends February 23rd. Blindster.com. Hello, this is Dr. Mark Haverkorn of River City Oral Surgery at 210-778-0002. I'd like to introduce you to another local business that supports the Bear County Junior Livestock Show, FFA, and 4-H. Joris General Contractors. Here is Executive VP Angela Cardwell. Thank you, Mark. At Joris, our mission is to transform people and places. Leo Joris began doing that when he started supporting local ag youth over 40 years ago. And we are proud to still be a regular buyer at the Bear County Junior Livestock Show. Supporting the work of these dedicated youth is a privilege and a blessing. These kids are learning life lessons that will make them future contributors to this community we all love. We urge you to consider supporting the show and experience the joy and transformation it will make in your life. And we'll hope you'll support Joris as well. If we are building near you or if you are engaged in commercial construction, we look forward to being your partner. Thank you to all the supporters of agricultural youth across the state. Let's keep this Texas tradition alive for generations to come. Hey, it's David Van Camp. I'm here with Dwayne Charping from Roof Fix. Roof Fix was named a top fastest growing company by the San Antonio Business Journal. They started out the year with a bang and all their vendors are helping them celebrate by offering huge savings on different roofs. Dwayne, tell us what options are out there right now with roofs. 
Roof Fixes not only does basic roofs, right now is a great time to upgrade to metal roofs. Metal roofs are durable, elegant, and they withstand the Texas weather better than any conventional roof. And metal roofs also help reduce energy costs. Stone-coated steel can emulate slate and Mediterranean-style roofs, and they'll last forever. And I hear you're offering the largest sales event on metal roofs. Tell me about it. Absolutely. You know, metal costs has come down, and we're matching it with 50% off of labor, making it absolutely the best time to buy a roof now. Call 210-FIX-ROOF. That's 210-FIX-ROOF. RoofFixSA.com. Roof Fix. Home of the low price guarantee. At the top of the hour, we'll keep on top of the news. Better understand what's going on. And that's really what's happening here. On News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Happy Valentine's Day. Again, as you've been hearing from the uh, KTSA newsroom, uh, if, if the, the City Hall is offering today free donuts and divorce decrees. <laughs> <That's> t- <laughs> and, I, you know, it, it is kind of funny. And that we have some Don. You'll you'll probably hear it throughout the day. Audio of a representative from City Hall. Sometimes people are happy when it, I mean she's really got the I mean you know she's got the riff going. Sometimes people are happy when they get divorced. But you know what I mean? Stinking that this City Hall and the you know, the city government it's just infested with liberal idiots. It, it really is. From the mayor's office on down, just liberal Democrat pukes all over the place, man, throughout city hall and city government. And isn't that like totally like a liberal to just bring down the room? You know what I mean? <laughs> Wrong. You know, there's, there's Councilman Janet. What should we focus on for Valentine's Day? Wrong. How about divorce? That sounds great. What about all the divorced people? They're unhappy today. They feel left out. I'm all about helping out the left out people, Ron. Like the divorced people. People who ain't happy on no damn Valentine's Day. So divorce and donuts. That's great. That's good times, man. Happy. Happy times, man. Thanks for keeping Valentine's Day happy in San Antonio. Which, uh, might I add, according to uh, some lawn care uh, group, uh, corporation that, that does this survey every year, uh, of the top 100 uh, most glamorous cities in America, we come in 34th because apparently San Antonio was not too glamorous. They base the glamour factor on metrics like how many five-star Michelin-rated restaurants do you have? How's your club scene? You know, uh, stuff like that. And uh, apparently San Antonio just ain't too glamorous and we was beaten out by Houston and Dallas, and I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm glad San Antonio isn't freaking glamorous. I don't ever want San Antonio to be freaking glamorous. You know, I, 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 I want it to be weird. I want it to be its weird, eccentric old self reeking of cilantro and tequila. That's what I want from San Antonio. I don't want no glamour. I don't think you do either. But, uh, you know, it's just, it, to me, it's just funny. Divorce and free, free donuts and divorce, divorce decrees. That's great. 
Uh, actually, I'm going to post, I don't know, my Facebook page is, is open. I'm going to post a poem for my wife later on because uh, it is also our anniversary, and I have a, uh, uh, in fact, Don's wife. I, I officiated at Don and George's wedding downtown at City Hall, and Don uh, was there when uh, my wife and I were married uh, for the first time <laughs> at City Hall, and uh, which is really, I think, kind of a fun way to do it in a sense. Because if you're going to City Hall, it's all about you guys. It's all, it's just about you two. And Don's wife Georgia took a really cool took some cool pictures uh, when my wife and I uh, got married at City Hall. So I'm going to post my favorite from that. But uh, you know, beyond that, just you know, enjoy Valentine's Day. And uh, if you're in a relationship, uh, and uh, treat the other person nice today. Hopefully, you're doing that all the time. Trey mentioned this earlier on Where and Rhyme. Really, Valentine. I mean, and this it sounds cheesy, but it's true. Valentine's Day really should be every day if you're trying to live or be in a healthy relationship. But uh, of course, and I, I, you know what? Who the other people I can't stand on Valentine's Day. The and I'm talking about the downers, okay? The Debbie Downers out there, okay? I can't stand the people that bring up. Well, you know. Valentine's Day was only started by Hallmark to sell more gift cards and Valentine's Day crab. That's all. That's the only reason it exists. You know, and that may be true, and I think it is, that it was a corporately devised holiday so they could sell more holiday crap. Okay? And I'm sure that's true. But, you know, the people that bring that crap up every year around Valentine's Day, aren't they a drag? <laughs> You know, it's like, well, so what, man? So, so, and I look. I was talking about the price of gift cards. I gave Hallmark or or the the gift card people some free money last night, but I don't care. It's still Valentine's Day. Enjoy it if you're with somebody. You know, I the people who are there every year just trying to bring down the room. It's like, oh, just relax. Go order a pizza or something. All right. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.